0: Be following Willie more and more. I'm back in the
1: NRL. There's Willie. That's the gong. How big Willie actually is.
0: Perhaps the presence of Willie
1: had the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Oh, you got skill, son. Uppercut, right hand by Big Willie. Who's happy for Welcome to episode number nineteen of the Take with Willie and Ian. Except Willie's in one spot, Ian's in another. This Zoom thing again, will?
2: Yeah, I think we've gotten a little bit better this week. Last week it was just it was it was new ground for us, and it was pretty pretty weird. But this week, obviously, we've got a good team behind us. They've set all this kind of stuff up, so. Um, It'll be a bit better this week. A little bit more you- natural, I think, because last week it was just like I didn't, I don't wanna, I don't want to talk to you like this. I think it was probably probably because we're a little bit old school. It's like I want this in face to face interaction instead of Zooms, but it's the way it is now. So at least we can get it off the ground and get it out there.
1: I'm not good with the green bit around that people would know about Zoom, but the green bit when you're talking. So I don't know if I'm not allowed to talk until the green bit stops, So I don't know what's going on here. It's difficult. Nah, neither do I. What? Just keep switching. Why have you got a background? And I know. Do you know what? Because you're the favourite. Because
2: I'm a little bit of a tech genius, you
1: know? Oh, wow. That'll do me. That will do me. Uh, Just quickly on the state of the world, uh, could everybody please just wear their masks? Masks are the worst thing in the world. I hate masks. I hate all these things. But you've got to do it. And if you don't do it, we're going to get locked down for longer. So everyone who's listening, just do the right thing to punish. Mm.
2: Yeah. We spoke about last week. And I think it's probably got worse. You know, I went down to Bondi, I think, last Sunday. And it was for, I just said, grab a coffee, go for a walk. And the whole of Bondi was packed. They were all sitting on the, they were sitting on the grass. They were doing this. There's social distancing, distancing and stuff like that. But it was just like, it's like we just don't really care. Which is a shame. I mean, we just got to get out of this together. This is like bigger than, this is bigger than all of us. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like whatever conspiracy theories you think about, all this kind of stuff, regardless, we sort of got to get out of it together. Do the right thing. And we'll get out of it. And we won't be locked down for like 100 days. Like Melbourne. Oh, we just got to stick together, do the right thing, and, and we'll get out of it.
1: That actually leads us perfectly into the first thing we're talking about, um, which, I mean, I do that all the time, just to lead us perfectly into things. I'm really, really good Great at this. Segment. But the St. George Illawarra Dragons have come up with probably the biggest mid-season brain fart in the history of rugby league, they have, for those people who've been living under a rock, they have got together despite being told specifically by the club not to do it. They have got together as a team, virtually as a team, um, gone to a bloke's house, had a barbecue, got dobbed in. There's bloke's hiding under the bed. There's bloke's sprinting home with their cars out the front. There's bloke's with wallets on the barbecue. I have never heard anything stupider in my whole life.
2: I agree, and I'm trying to 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 give people perspective on, you know, a lot of the things you say in the last couple of years that we've been doing this. What's happening? You know, take people behind the scenes of like your mindset and everything like that. If it's the worst case, any anything, but this is just totally different. I just can't. Simple because we talked about this last week with a couple of Bulldogs players, and I think you know with Josh Dugan and all those blokes. You know, what I mean, like we're like this won't happen again. This this will be it. It'll just be. This, no one's going to do it again. Lo and behold, like 12 players, you know what I mean? Like it's, um, I'm not going to name them because they've been thrown and ragged through the, just dragged through the coals at the moment. And it's deserved. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's terrible what they did because it let everybody down. You know what I mean? Looking- the club, the NRL. Like, this is bigger. I told you last week. Bigger. This is a government thing. The government over the top. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to abide by the rules. We're all in lockdown. But they have different rules. You're on a level four. A level four. Like, we're just getting told to social distance, wear your mask, do the right thing. You can still go out and have a coffee, exercise, all that kind of stuff. NRL... NRL players have got a different level, different responsibility, because if they want to keep um, going interstate and all that kind of stuff and getting exemptions from the government, you've got to do the right thing. It's more
1: disappointing than anything. One of the main things, I think, so the timeline of the whole thing was essentially, and as you've said, this is all post what's happened with Dugan and what's happened with the Bulldogs, but essentially they win a game against the Warriors that puts them into the top eight, The club says to them specifically, don't go out. Don't go and celebrate. There's plenty of time for it. They said, can we come and sit in the dressing room? This is the story that they said, can we come and sit in the dressing room and have a couple of beers, blah, 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 which would still be in the bubble, which would be fine. The club say, you can't do that because you can't get home. So all of a sudden, they've got 20 blokes. You're not allowed to be in an Uber as part of the thing. You're not allowed to be in a cab. You know, these are the the, the rules that they've set on the bubble. So they say, don't do that. These blokes have willfully gone out and ignored that. There's no point going over the specifics because everybody who's read this story, it's all over exactly what has happened. There's two issues that I see, Will. The first issue is they've broken the law. They've been dealt with by the police. They've all had a $1,000 fine. They've been dealt with by the NRL. They're going to be dealt with by the club. So that's one thing. The second thing is Paul Vaughan has had his contract ripped up, right? They're saying it's for the third breach. I think this has got the stink of Jayden Ockenbohr all over it. I think they've just reacted. They've said, we're going to rip the contract up because A, we don't want him in our salary cap next year and B, the public need a victim. So he's been the scapegoat. My issue is, is that legal with that contract? Because my my guess is that he's going to fight it and it's going to drag rugby league through the mire once again, Will. Do you think that, Ripping a contract up to scapegoat a player was the right thing, or do you think that the NRL coming in with these sanctions was enough?
2: I think the NRL would have been under a lot of pressure from the government because Volandis has been doing a lot of work behind the scenes with the government, like getting exemptions to go here and there. And everybody did the right thing last year; everyone was doing the right thing, jumping through the hoops, all that kind of stuff. And it was just, and then this year, like just say, with this this thing, what happened on the weekend? Does he deserve getting sacked? Is it eight weeks? I think eight weeks is pretty much. It's it's a fair, that's a fair, don't you think it's fair eight weeks? It's a big whack. whack, Plus 50 grand from the NRL, plus whatever the uh, St. George Illawarra give him. Like he's going to cop it. You know what I mean? I just don't think he does. I I honestly, if it's, if they have jumped the gun and been more reactive than proactive just to appease the public and the government, then it's just, it's probably the wrong thing. Then they're going to have a lawsuit on their case. Yeah, it, They will. If it's unlawfully, like all these little rules, he's going to have lawyers around him, unlawfully like sacked and all that kind of stuff. Was it grounds to be sacked? All this kind of stuff. I'm not sure if it is because everything's new at the moment. Yeah, you know, like everything's new. Thing- so like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're going to go about it. And does, does Vaughn sit there and go, you know, what? I want to fight it. I'm going to fight it. Like that's up does. to him. Of, of course I, And does. I would. Like, so when you get sacked in the NRL, does that mean they just like your
1: contract gets stopped right now? Straight away. Yeah. So he, so he would be, so it's, it's an employment law thing. So he's got a contract to do a job. They're saying now that he's breached the contract and it's the same sort of thing that happened with Ockambore and Harrower and Naira. It's the same sort of thing that happened with Israel Fallout. They're saying you've breached your contract. Therefore you can no longer work for our organization. The thing that I don't like all of a sudden they start talking about sexting and that, uh, you know, it's almost like they're trying to hold that over his head to say, we've got stuff on you. So just cop it. That's the mm. thing that I don't like. These organizations, people talk about players and doing the wrong thing. And, and I completely get that. But there's a responsibility from the clubs as well. And the St. George have got a good history because they stood by Jack the Bell. And, and so I think they wore a lot of, um, rightly or wrongly, they wore a lot of criticism for standing by Jack DeBellin during that whole thing. And whether or not he's shat on them the way, you know, that's that's another story. But I think this time they've gone, we can't afford to carry another player who's looked like the whole, you know, everybody's against him. So they've mm. acted again on that. I don't know. It's, it's, it is a tough one. It is tough, mate.
2: I just, I honestly think he's like, he, he did the wrong thing. He's been open about it. He's taken accountability. I think he put a post up last night Let everybody down, blah 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 blah. Like, he he did the right, he did the wrong thing, and I'm like, well, when when does it end? You know what I mean? Does he need to be sacked? Does he need this? You know, like, does I'm really like shook on it. I just don't know what what how they are they overreacted. Is it are they appeasing just the public and the government? You know what I mean? Because it's as I said, it's bigger than just the NRL. The NRL is getting they have to go talk to like the premiers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it, it is bigger than than the NRL, where usually if there's if there's dramas, if it wasn't COVID, the NRL deal with it and then that's about it. It feels like there's something else behind the scenes, and I just don't. I just think you know he's got grounds to like to be he, he got un, he got sacked unfairly, pretty much. It's, I don't think it's how many how many. There's no rules in there. Like you know what I mean? So people saying third strike, you know, if that means there's there's a there's a lot of things being covered up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it was, if it was anything else, if your first strike for anything like in house, um, it's it's a fine and a warning or something like that. The second one is publicly known. Nothing's been publicly known about Paul Vaughan if there was any indiscretion. So can't say the third. And that's the third strike. This is talking about in house illicit drugs or anything like that. That's the that's that's the only strikes you're going to get.
1: Well, they're saying the third three strike. Strikes, you
2: can't say three strikes, yeah. You
1: know? Well, they're saying they're saying that the second strike was the known one where he went and sat in a cafe and put a fake name in last year. So that they've counted that as a strike. Now, if that's a strike, it's a pretty minor strike. Like, I understand now you can say he's breached the bubble, but last year was a very different landscape in terms yeah. of people understanding what was going on. And now all of a sudden they're throwing this sexting thing up. I, I put it to you, Will, that the reason that you said there's something going on behind the scenes... They're having a shake-up at the moment at the Dragons. Yeah, of course. It's money.
2: It's, it's money, money, mate. You have a look. Corey Norman's on the outer, Duffy's on the outer. Like all those fines are going to be massive. Let's just give it, going to give them an excuse just to go and get rid of these guys. You know what I mean? And they're going to try and save money. This is a business, remember, people. This is a business. You know, like I, Corey Norman's on 800. You know what I mean? Duffy's on this, Bourne's on that. They try, they're trying to get rid of him, save some money for the cap. And that's what's happening right now. And you watch what happens. Like things. This is going to be an in-house fine, like for Corey yeah. Norman and stuff like that, and it's going to be, it's going to be massive. And then people, and then like you'll understand if you if you have a bad relationship with your CEO or anything of the club, or anything's gone wrong in the last six months, they're going to oust you. And like just, just they say it's in-house. It's going to be, it's going to be out in the Telegraph within within twenty-four hours. 100 what grand, about, fine, this and that. That's what happens in clubs because it's disgruntled people. They try and make you as uncomfortable as anybody. So you can just, you just want to leave the club. The players aren't if, dumb.
1: With this, Will, so you think specifically with Paul Vaughan. So Paul Vaughan had another year on his contract. He's taken up 800 grand. They don't think they're getting value out of that. The amount of players coming on the player market for next year, Jaden Sewer, Um, I think Marty's a power there's there's a number of players that they could say all right well they could replace
2: it is mate that's how it is It's like they want him
1: to walk but they want him to walk they want him to go they don't
2: have to pay him so they don't have to pay him it's a money thing it's a business but these players need to be careful they need to be smart the way they react in the next week or two because they're trying to put pressure on you you're going to get outside pressure from the from all like all platforms of media but they need to stick solid it's not like they've killed anybody or done anything the worst thing in the world people are like acting like they've, they've, they've killed someone you know what i mean like their the reaction is like that you know what i'm saying like just like yeah, yeah, you haven't, yeah. You have, you've breached you've breached the rules of the bubble you've stuffed up but you have not done anything monumentally wrong for you to get sacked you know what, what i'm agree. saying like or or you know what i mean like let's 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 put things in perspective you know what i mean like you you know you haven't you haven't killed anyone you haven't done anything like that where you haven't like been any like rape allegations or anything like that. Like those oh Jack DeBellin got stuck by for two years. Yeah, allegations, right. Jared allegations, all this sort of shit, they stuck by that. But one dude who does this right now, you want to sack him? Straight away, very reactive, not proactive as usual. I expect that. I expect it because they can't cop the heat. You know what I mean? But these players have got to be really smart the way that they manoeuvre themselves in the next couple of weeks and what they say. Let your lawyers take care of it. Let your managers take care of it, and everything will be fine. This is just like, at the moment now, it feels like everybody's against them. You know what sure. I mean? This is where perspective comes in. That's why I try and talk to these junkies. I spoke to Vaughn last night. I said, look, you know, like, what, me as a person, I just, like, I care about these players. Like, I'm, I'm like that. You know me. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, I'm glad you owned up to it. That's the first thing, accountability, and then deal with the rest. That's it. That's all you can do. If you need anything, big boy, hit me up. That's about it. That's all I said to him. And that's how he goes, appreciate it. Everything I said, and that's all you can say, man.
1: People if, don't you care about- it, Will, if you look at it realistically, you've got Corey Norman who's on his 53rd strike, but he's not signed for next year and they know they're letting him go. So they don't have to act on that. They got Matt Dufty who, you know, he did the Forrest Gump down this, you know, he left his car out mm. the front and ran home. Not, I mean, these aren't crimes of the century blokes that are literally leaving their cars and their wallets out the front and then running. It's, like the police might work that out. Oh, your car's out the front with personalised number plates. Were yeah. you there? No, bloke stole my car. So it's not you're not talking about criminal masterminds here. Dufty gone, Norman gone. The other players, I guess they've protected the Bellin again, which is a whole nother, you know, a whole nother story, especially when he's hiding under the bed, you know, like or in a cupboard. It's it's but the low-hanging fruit in terms of the salary cap was poor Vaughan. And so yeah. who's the boat that gets the arse? Yeah. Well, that's and that's
2: exactly what it looked like happening
1: from day day dot. Me looking at it from
2: an ex-player and stuff like, and how the media works and how the NRL is going to work. I'm like, he's going to get sacked. There's no doubt. But like, I just look at I look at things like, just say I try and get into the mindset of these young kids. Now I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? How did it get from no players allowed in everything to twelve players and not one person going? You know what, boys? We shouldn't do this because the boys got done before last week. They got twenty-five grand fight; they're coming after you. You know what I mean? I don't understand that mindset because I can sort of understand. Just say if it was a first, like, if if they were the first ones to do it, you know what I mean? Like I could sort of understand, but like knowing what happened the week before, knowing that they come down on the Bulldogs boys and the Cronulla boys, I'll be like that when that group message goes out. Hey, boys, going to have a couple of beers around mine. First of <laughs> all, it's, it's wrong from 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 Vaughan and all that kind of. All that kind of stuff. It was like, who goes? Yes, let's go.
0: Yeah.
2: And then, and then like, who in that? You're talking about senior players at that club. You're talking like two hundred game vets, Australia, like if people who played like the represented at the highest. You're not talking about absolute nobodies and just like fringe first graders who going to like you know just sort of listen to the to the senior players and and do what you want. You know what I mean? You'll get away with it, whatever. Like, I'm not sure if it's because they lived in Wollongong and thought no one cares. I don't only care about Sydney team. Don't worry about us. We're cool. No one cares. You know what I mean? The mindset of 12 players to be there, knowing the repercussions of what happened last week, that still fucks with my head. I'm like, how could you do that? Like, how? Knowing that the game is resting on player behavior and the bubble breach and everything like that, the whole game not just games, not just like, you know, like you will shut, you will shut, you will shut the comp down. Everyone else is doing the right thing.
1: That's another thing too, Will. Like you played, you played for two of the biggest Sydney clubs in the Roosters and the Bulldogs. And you also played for the Cowboys and Manly. You played for Manly yeah. as well, but you played for the Cowboys where they're up in Townsville and it's a one team mm. town. You played in Newcastle having, having, a group of almost the entire first grade squad in a lockdown, in a small town, in a suburban street, if you don't think that's going to create like some sort of scene that people are going to notice, what are you thinking? Like you can get away with it maybe in Sydney, but on a suburban street in a one team town, when the entire first grade squad's there, how yeah. do you think you're getting away with it? I just, it boggles it, the it, mind.
2: It, it, does, it does my head in. I'm just like, how How did they think that they were going to get away with this? Everybody is at home. They call it lockdown. That neighbour there and that neighbour there is looking at, oh, there's Corey Norman. There's Josh McGuire. There's this. There's that. There's that. Aren't they also George Payne? Why are the hell are they there? It's not like you're doing it normally when everyone's at work and all that kind of stuff. Like You know what I mean? It just baffles me how dumb that sort of shit is. I'm like, and where was that? person that was in that's in leadership groups that's a senior player at the clubs he's just going oh boys this is stupid like where where was that like i don't understand i could forgive it as i said i could forgive it if it was like last week i can't because it was such open news about what yeah. happened to dugan and the bulldogs boys you know it was so open so like the talk between the ceo down to the coach everything would have been going boys don't make sure you don't fuck up you make yeah. sure you don't like, you don't make, you don't go back to each other's houses and party and all that kind of stuff. You just don't do it. I know that sort of talk would have happened. And if it didn't happen, shame on the St. George, like leadership. Like I'm talking CEOs to general managers to the coaches. Like, what the fuck was the coach saying after the game? Hopefully he said, go home, boys, this and that. So that's, it. that'll be right on Griffin. Like, if he didn't say anything, that'd no, be No, he did. It.
1: He genuinely did. And I'm glad, it, so. I
2: think, I think he would have because he's a leader of men and I expect that from him. But like, I just don't understand Bernard. I just don't. I just don't. I'm just like, wow, this is just like, you've let everybody down. You know what I mean? Like everyone, like everyone's relying on everybody to do the right thing, follow all the protocols, follow all the rules, and then everything's fine. We can get through this together.
1: I reckon that for, from us. And I think we both agree on this. The take home message is that what the St. George players did was wrong. It was stupid. It was dumb. It was all of the things they have been dealt with by the police they have been dealt with by the NRL, but that whole sacking of Paul Vaughan, I think, prolongs this whole thing mm. so much longer than it needs to. And I just, yeah. I hope they've got their legal things in in line because no doubt Paul Vaughan will be represented by some pretty smart people. And yeah, um, yeah and no
2: doubt, know. no doubt. I just think like Paul Vaughan's sacking was a little bit over the top. Yeah, but 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 I expected it. I honestly did. I said someone's going for this. I thought it was going to be Vaughn and DeBellin. Hmm. Honestly, I thought they, if Vaughan's gone, DeBellin's gone as well. Like, how, how, how long can they stick by this kid? Do you know what I mean? And you still, you know, like, does he not want to play first grade ever? Like, that's what it looks like. It's just like, for fuck's sake, you just don't put yourself in that surroundings. You just don't put yourself in that, in, in that moment. It's just like, it's got to be a moment of clarity there. It's like, fuck, this, this, this is bigger than us. This is bigger than the NRL, bigger than the club, bigger than anything. You know, I just don't. I just don't understand the mentality of these young kids. I'm like, where the fuck was it? Like, I've been in leadership groups since I was 22. Bulldog sides, Rooster sides, Australian sides, New South Wales, all that kind of stuff. And we, you have the last say. You have a lot, and there was, I don't think there was one person in that leadership group. I think there's no Ben Hunt, McCulloch. You know, there was none of those blokes. I'm pretty sure they've gone off and got little group text to to the players who, who don't mind a good time. You know what I mean? It makes me it just makes me wonder. I look at the players. I know these players. I know what they're like socially. You know what I mean? I'm just like, damn, you that should Would stupid. have been, a, would on, have been a fair
1: party, Will. Would have been a fair party. Uh, I'm not sure if I belong in those circles, you know. I don't know. I, don't, I reckon you'd go all right. I reckon you should. <laughs> you would have gone all right no, at Vaughn's But house it's just, no, like, no, it was, yeah. You'd be I've never I would,
2: Yeah, I just don't understand.
1: I'll tell you what though, I'll be backing uh, when we do have our punt, thanks to BettingSite.com.au in the game when they've literally running out an entire Reggie side, I think I'll probably back St. George, which leads us to the next thing that we want to talk about is the blowouts in the game. And obviously that St. George versus Manly game when you've got an entire St. George side sitting on the sideline is going to be a blowout, but Everybody seems to want to blame the rule changes for the fact that the, there's blowouts. And on Saturday, um, Saturday was probably a pretty dark day for rugby league. The Bulldogs got pumped by 66. The Roosters had been beaten by Melbourne by 46 the night before. Canberra got, everyone was getting flogged. That was just one of those days where teams were getting flogged and everyone wants to jump on Yeah,
2: but there's never been that many days, have there? Has there?
1: Tell me, it's not, Will,
2: it's not one of those days where someone got beat 66-0, 44-0. You know what I mean? Like it's never been one of those days, Bernard. That's what like oh. I, told, I put on Twitter. I was just like, I'm done with rugby league for the moment, just for that one night. I was yeah, like, well, well. I, and I was sitting at home, and I was like, I'm done. I'll just I'd rather just play, just chill, and just do whatever I want to do at home. So I'm not like, gonna I'm gonna watch like Sunday night Sunday footy. I, and that's a big I, thing because all I do is watch football. Although I, I love rugby league, I love it. And I'm like, it's not. And this is the thing I was saying today before I was just like. The actual purists of the game and the people who understand the game, the guys that are on Channel 9, the JTs, the Billy Slaters, the, you know, the Paul Gallans and Joeys and Freddies and all that kind of stuff. Like we love the game and we understand and how, and we know how the game should be played. It's the only reason why we just find it so disgusting at the moment. So like you shouldn't be beat by 66 ever. Do you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be beat 44 nil. Like it's, it's, it's just, and if you understand the game, you'll understand why. And it's just the efforts, and like you, you, it's it's hard to put uh, like you can't kind of go. Oh, it's because the rule changes. It's not because of the rule changes. There's a lot of little variables in the game that you don't understand. Well, I you put know, it
1: to you, William. I put it to you that, and it's an unpopular opinion. Everyone wants to jump on the rule changes, and and there has been a huge amount of blowouts this year. And there was a chart that some genius did on Twitter that showed that there's a higher proportion of blowouts this year, more than any other year. Mm. I put it to you that it's not that the rule changes are bad. I put it to you that some sides haven't coped. They haven't trained for it. And Mm. there's terrible roster management. There's terrible culture. There's some clubs that are just trailing behind the good clubs. And I don't use Melbourne versus the Roosters as an example because the Roosters have got... No Cordner, no friend, no kiri Like they've they've been decimated by injuries. No Lindsay Collins, and that Melbourne B-Moz. side ran through them. You know, so that Melbourne side mm-hmm. ran through a very very good Roosters side who have adapted. The other sides, they're just not up to it. Yeah,
2: I agree. I th- and I think I think Gus. Like I always listen to Gus. I think he's the smartest. I think he's the smartest bloke in rugby league, coach, mentor, anything. I think he, he knows a lot of things. And he was saying, it was just weird. It wasn't about, it was just, it was a lot of little things. It wasn't all, like, just say one thing. It was a lot of everything. And he was talking about the mentality of players, the younger kids, the kids that have just come through the system right now, that have just been babied. This is not Gus's words, but they've just been babied. You can't say this on Channel 9. they babied and just been fucking entitled and just think they can go straight to first grade and it's all, it's all easy. You know what I mean? They haven't trained the mentality and the resilience in your brain. How to defend tackles? How to like, how to how to be more resilient? Do you know what I mean? Like they just don't get it. You know, this is one try. There's one try scored. Then it's fucking four in a row. If you've got a better side, there's no like defending your line for more than a settle to unless you're the top four teams. You know, so it's more about the mentality of these young kids. I think they when they were coming through the grades, I think it's probably because of, you know when Instagram started and all that kind of stuff, they were these young kids probably looking at it going, "Oh my god, that looks so cool. I want to be that." I want Instagram followers, want likes, I want all that kind of shit. That's probably a minority. of I'm just like, I always tell these young kids that are mentor, careful what you wish for. This, this game is unforgiving. When you get to the top, you might want to get to the top and then you just get fucking smashed. And there's a lot of these kids, there's a lot of these kids coming through the grades like that. that I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't want, they're, they're wanting it for the wrong reasons. They don't want to be out there in these battles for 70 minutes. And there was, so as soon as a point scored, or anything scored against, them, they just crumble. Oh, that's game over. You can see in their body language. And the lack of leadership in a lot of clubs, very prevalent to a person like me who's been in some great great teams and some great leadership groups and everything like that and play with great players. It's like there's nothing there. Like you don't see it when they score points. It's just like, oh, body language to the ground. Everything like that I pick up on that, which most people, most of the fans don't really pick up on, but most of the, most of the ex-players do. It's just, well, mate, it's, you, a, it's a combination of everything, mate. It pisses me off because I just don't think, they just, they just don't have resilience and the mentality to just to deal with 80 minutes of football.
1: You played 8 million games and you played for 25 years. And tell me about the rule changes. What specifically, with? because people, I think it's become that thing where they go, rule changes have changed the game. Well, of course they have. What specifically about those rule changes as a player do you think would be affecting the blowouts? Everyone keeps talking about the six again and the speed of the game. Is it just that one thing? Because surely one rule doesn't change the whole fabric of a football game. It does.
2: It has. Like I was out there at um, the Parramatta and Canterbury game. And I was just like, okay, well, they were leading. It was 10-6 at halftime, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to say whatever happened happened at halftime or the talk or whatever. They come back out and then... There was one little moment. There was one moment, I think, the, the nine passes the ball, try to get to a kick, hit the front row before that, and then it hits the deck. I think the halfback kick through, try. You know what I mean? Brought it back to, like, uh, like just say, 12-10, something like that. And then so – so your mindset would be, like, just say, all right, boys, we need, we need to just hold it, hold it, you know, hold the ball, get through defensive sets, all that sort of shit, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, let's score again. You know what I mean? And, and and I'm like, okay, well, it's 20 to 12. I understand. I'm like, okay. And then like your mind, my mindset just say, and, and great leaders would do this, people in um in a, in a in a in a job where you're a leader in the game, you're like, well, let's just hold on for like 10, 20 minutes till like it's till we score next, all that all that kind of shit. It was nothing like that. It's like trying the next two minutes and then bang, 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 it's 36 to 10. Do you know what I mean? It's just it just there's no like there's no resilience in teams. It's just like once one, one try is scored, it's done. But that's so not the actual, rules. That's
1: just shit team.
2: No, but it's the but but it's it, but sorry, I'm gonna digress a little bit. It's but but what happened before that was like they'll get into their kick and then they're on the back foot all the time. Six to go, six to go. It was three six to goes. There was three repeat sets and they couldn't deal with it. Couldn't deal. Their legs were blown out. The middle was gone. And that will ha- that's what's happening to most sides. They're not mm. dealing with the 60 goes because they didn't train for it. And I blame, I'm not blaming, but I mean, the NRL has something to say. They, they, you can't make a, a dramatic rule change in, in round three. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need a whole preseason to train for this shit. There's a different level to this fitness stuff. You know what I mean? Like these, these middles, and it all starts from the middle. These big boys in the middle, they control the whole game. Do you know what I mean? Like, they need to do it. And then if you're not fit enough, if you're not Melbourne, if you're not Penrith, if you haven't got big, strong, mobile, athletic, but experienced players, you'll lose. Who doesn't have that? Pretty much about, like, 10 teams. They don't have those big, agile, experienced middles that can move and can control the right. They defend really good. you got to change your defensive, defensive sort of technique. You're not, if you're, if you're a high hit around here, you can't, it's got to be here instead of here. Like, it's like, if, they need a preseason for the whole thing to change. Like now, yeah. I, and like right now, I'm like, I look at the real changes. I look at the obviously the caliber of players. Some teams just don't have it, like the Bulldogs and like the Tigers and all. You know, the teams sitting around the bottom. Brisbane still have the play. They still have that. They still have the um, the talent to do it. But far out, these are the other teams it, like, they're just nowhere near it. You're not as talented as Melbourne. You don't have that coach that is driving you every single day, driving you. And it's coaches and the recruitment's got like responsibilities. The Coaches, everybody is going to be accountable for next year. The recruiters, the GMs, CEOs, everybody. You're, you are accountable for your team next year. An Elmo doll that wants to kill its owner. A kids' TV
0: show where the main character has a giant penis. Poop-flavoured ice cream. A meme that destroyed someone's life. These are just a few of the hot-button issues we tackle here on That Sucks. A (laughs) podcast for your ears. I'm Troy Naberban. And I'm Dan Cribb. And if you don't listen to That Sucks on a Handshake Agency Network, then you suck. Join us each fortnight as we unpack some of the biggest fails across pop culture and beyond. Joined by the occasional special guest. Head over to thepodcasts.com.au Check out that sucks now. You can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever good podcasts sold.
1: You've just you've just actually mentioned the middles, and you mentioned the tigers, and it's just reminded me of something on the weekend. So I love Twitter. I love being on Twitter. It's fantastic. People's opinions are wonderful to hear. Awesome, it's magnificent. It's magnificent. I, love it. I really, it's great. I love really it.
2: Really, really soaks in with my. I, I love it.
1: Seeing humanity, it's great. But. David Norfaluma, the West Tigers winger, he – and I actually saw the tweet because we tweet – we love tweeting. We love getting involved with the fans. That's how, I, like, that's
2: how I even talked to you in conversation. That's 240 I only have a tweet. I
1: give you 240 just characters it. and that's it. That's too many from you. Uh, but no, David Norfaluma, he got bagged by some crocodile on Twitter who said – he's made not one good defensive read since 2012 and Norfolk has got in his feelings and hit back and gone, Oh, what about the, the A and B didn't do this. And then Moses had to chunk in. And so he's basically on Twitter tried to blame his middles for the fact that now, whether it's right or wrong, it probably is right. Right. But if you're a winger, you've got a winger in your team. So Hasim El Masri has been bagged for his defensive read and he's gone, you know what? Willie Mason and Marco O'Malley is shit. How do you react to that, William?
2: Pretty much. That's what pretty much he said. I'm not That's confident. He said.
1: I'm not confident from a
2: winger. I'm not, ever. And I think that he's probably, he's done the wrong thing. You don't ever do that. You don't ever put accountability on, even though you didn't name him, you said A and B. That's your middle.
0: They're That's the right. ones
2: that are doing all your work, mate. Do you know what I mean? I can't understand that. He should know better. Like he's been around the game for a while, like he got in his feelings and try to explain literally to a bloke who doesn't give a shit about you A and B. Right. all he sees right. is, so is you. Try. All he sees is you putting in making like the wrong decision because of course I know how important the middles are to what you what, what decision you make out wide. Hey, you're talking to a bloke on Twitter, 240 characters, you can get that in. Does he doesn't he care? all he, he cares care. about the, the, the four tries that were down your side. Like, don't do that, mate. You don't right. do that. Because then if I'm a middle kid, if I'm a, if I'm a middle at um, the West Tigers, next minute, I'm, I'm having words to you. Like, don't ever, fucking, don't ever fucking say anything about me again. That's the uh, words that's coming at you. You know what I mean? Then, you, then there's a divisive sort of thing in the team. That's why wingers never say shit about the middles because they know how hard we work. You never, ever, ever bag your middles. I don't care if they're guys that are coming off the bench or anything like that. Hasimel Mejri or or Matt Utah, anything, said, anything. They'd never bag the middles, ever. Like, not one word, not one word. You're going to talk to me, Ogre, Roy Asitasi, Sonny Bill, Rennie. You Know what I mean? Like, Steve, not Steve, Steve Price would do shit, but like, blokes will come out your neck. We will. Don't ever do that, mate. It's just, it's
1: wrong. Do you reckon, it's disrespectful. Do you reckon Norfolk is going to be taking a lot of three tackle hit ups this week? Oh. In the <laughs> you go in there and do it. You go, go do, do it. it
2: yourself, mate. Go you do know, it. Like you just, you just, you just don't do it. And especially to people on Twitter. Twitter, you write that shit, I mate. Care. I don't care if you, I don't care. I don't care how like in your feelings you are and how like, Disappointed you are. You'd never explain to a person on Twitter what ha- actually happened. You know what I mean like, job. oh my god, the middles didn't move this way? Shut up.
1: Yeah, not smart. Leave it at
2: that. Not so smart. Man.
1: Last last point. Don't you...
2: so don't ever think that the middles would never ever read that
1: shit. Take the well, tweet I mean, down. Put it all no, over. Cares. Someone's someone taking the tweet down. Someone's put it up there. You can't. Yeah, Everything's on the net. You can't. You can't. Shane Warn like that this week. Uh so, William, the last origin in Newcastle. You're a Newcastle boy. Toronto. Proud. Toronto West. Toronto West. Very proud. Is there yeah, a Toronto, Toronto West? West? yeah. Is there a Toronto no, West? That's just not Toronto. That's,
2: Tor- that's, that's Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> it's Toronto, then <laughs> it's Toronto <laughs> West.
1: It's Toronto West. I love how they show the West. Yeah, it's got to be. You have
2: to be. you got to. Oh, you got to state that shit. Where you are you from? Because <laughs> you get treated different. Toronto. Oh. Toronto West, it's different. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very happy. I'm not happy that I can't leave Greater Western Sydney to go up there and do some stuff and, and work for New South Wales and Deadly Choices and do some th- good things in the community. Um, but I'm so happy for, um, for Newcastle. I mean, just as happy as people were for Townsville. Now, like, Newcastle is the equivalent of Townsville. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Blue Collar, where Rugby League, like some, so many great players come from Newcastle. You know what I mean? Like Andrew Johns is from Newcastle. Matthew Johns, everybody. Les Johns. Like all these great players. And um, it's, it's, it's such a great thing. It is awesome. I mean, like just what they're going to, hopefully, I'm not sure if it's like 75% like capacity.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't
2: I, know. I, I can I hear you. I can, means, hear but... you I, I can hear you open a beer, mate. Don't be so sly. <laughs> <laughs> Doing my best, bro. Um, but, like, it's uh, – mate, it's, it's, it's awesome for what's happening up there. I think it's great. It's great for Newcastle and, um, and great for the game, man. Hopefully they can, like, just say by by next week, get it to 100% capacity. be awesome. Yeah,
1: It's great. Um, I think it's – I think you're right, Will. I think it's 75% and I think they're going to have 20,000 up there and it's going to be mm. um, good. And It'd so, so everyone wear your masks so that we can go up there because I hate your
2: all right, I don't think so, I can't, I can't, we can't go up, eh? We can't leave Greater no, we Western
1: Sydney. No, we can't leave Greater Western Sydney, Toronto, Western Sydney. William, the we'll just quickly run through the four games of this weekend. Um, this is probably the, the saddest thing about Oregon <sighs> is essentially the four games that they play on the bye weekends. They they have to keep something going, but I just think. What a waste smarter, of time. Is that what you think? Smarter people than me need to work out what's going on with the Origin Weeks because it's too much. It's no,
2: too much. I agree. I agree. I agree. But they just uh, never do it. They
1: don't care. Manly, I'll tell you what. How, how bad are the Raiders? I tip the Raiders to make the grand final this year. They're playing against a Manly side where –
2: no turbo. They've no got literally
1: all of their good players out and they're paying $1.28 on bettingside.com yeah, against the Raiders paying $3.75 and they literally have got no players of their top players. How bad are the Raiders going?
2: Yeah, I'm like, hey, you'll see my tips, but oy, I'll back the Raiders.
1: I have to. Because yeah. the
2: Raiders are not a bad site.
1: I took them with the and start, they
2: can And they, they can beat a manly. Let's get it twisted. You're talking Turbo and DCE, creating all that sort of shit. You don't even do anything with Dylan Walker. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. Um,
0: I, 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 he's
2: not a seven.
1: He's
0: not
2: anything. I wouldn't have him in the team.
1: I wouldn't have him in the team, either. So the Rabbitohs playing the Cowboys. I think the Rabbitohs. the Rabbitohs have got a lot of players out. Um, they've got some fairly... Um, I wouldn't say no-name players, but they're young players coming through. Hmm. The Cowboys really have only lost one or two players. Valentine Holmes. They've got the greatest forward in the world. Tell me why? Why did they pull Tal Malolo off after fifteen minutes last week? Is it because Todd, Todd Payton's got coronavirus? It's, get, it's 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 sort of it's getting a little bit.
2: I like just say if if just say so the way Tal Malolo has played in the last just say seven seven years. Best ball in the world, all that kind of stuff. Like, why are you doing that to him? Like, why? Like, why? Like, are you trying to get? Are you trying to get rid of him? Are you trying to piss him off? Are you trying to like, you know, get some other other suitors to try and buy his contract? Like, I don't understand. I just don't get it. Is it a personal thing? Is it this? Is it that? I'm not. I'm not saying it, but like, but the way he's playing, you just don't do that to a kid like that. I want a minute. I want to minimize his minutes so he can play for ten more years. Not playing for ten more years, dude's twenty seven. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. What? Like you got to, you got to get. He's at his peak right now. You have to get the best out of Talmulolo right now. You don't get fifteen minutes. He needs to play at least sixty to seventy minutes.
1: They brought him Look, on that's again. That's unbelievable. They brought him on again too. So they took him off and then brought him straight back on again. I don't look, I don't, I don't understand, understand what's going on with this game management with him. I understand that they're trying to Can't game prolong him, mate. his career. Can't. But he's, he's, a, he's, he's literally, but he's as I said, just, Burner. He's a force of nature. But
2: as I said, Burner, what are you trying to get him? He's trying to, like, I mean, I love Toddy. I'm like, are you, I want to see him really good at the, end, the back end of his career. Dude, he's going to be like 35, 36. Like, you're done. By the time you're 30-32, that's the max you're going to get out of this kid. Get the best out of him right now. That's what Granny did. That's what Paul Green did. Get the ball, do what you want, and it will go off the back of you. Yeah, Green, Morgan, JT, good team. But, like, you can't do him like that. He needs to get the ball at least, like, 35 times.
1: Todd Payton. Not hit-ups.
2: Not hit-ups. I mean, mean, you know, he gets the ball. He does a lot of out-the-back plays, out-the-back plays. But you can't do that.
1: You can't do that to him. Dean Young and Todd Payton look the same now. What's twins. going on? They like proper box. twins. Is that the thing? Oh, tell i tell you why they knew each other. When, when you played for the Cowboys, they did not have that Cowboy shirt, that flannel that they've got now. I want one. I like it. Disgusting. In the coaching box. No, I want it. <laughs> uh, the <Bulldogs laughs> You would. The look wrist. at your shirt.
2: Look well, at your we go. shirt.
1: It's a good shirt. It's a good shirt. I'm wearing shorts under this too because you can't see my zoom. What are you wearing under your? I'm nude from waist oh, down. Oh That's good. <laughs> <laughs> You've just you know I'm off. not even. I'm not even lying, mate. The uh, the Bulldogs. This is a Willie Mason Cup. The Bulldogs versus the Roosters. Um, I should rename it that. Why have they not? <laughs> I'm going to petition. What? Who do I, I ask? talk
2: to? Nick Nick Politis. He... Phil Politis. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm there's, gonna message him now. I message him.
1: Do you know what? There's the all the same. I think
2: I think Sunny Bill would take it actually. So there's Marco
1: Mealy. But Sunny Bill's won comps with both. Oh yeah, Sonny Bill. No, that's yeah. not, no because he went Braith to the Nasta Cup. Oh, you went to the Braith, Braith and Nasta Cup's all right. No, but he... West Tigers. He had a big year at the West Tigers, so you could have the the Bulldogs versus the West Tigers could be the Braith and Nasta Cup Bulldogs trilogy. Versus... The trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> the, bull,
2: the, bulldogs, uh, the bulldogs knights and roosters
1: if i had to explain how bad the bulldogs are going it's the fact that those four like four blokes or five blokes that are toddies for the world's most expensive meal they're playing they literally get out of quarantine in the morning and they'll go all right you've been in quarantine for 14 days how about you go and play first grade rugby league mm, That's that should the be bulldogs so fresh you'd
2: be good you'd be so fresh I don't, I mean, I mean what, what they dished up last week was nothing. I think, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I think some players, they really get, the modern day players, the guys that are playing now, they really get offended by ex-plays X from the 90s to 2000s, the 2010s, all that kind of stuff. They really, oh, fucking, what do you know this and that? I know, I know that sort of talk goes on within clubs. But what they need to realise is when you put that jersey on, You don't expect to lose, you never do. Not when I was there. Not when Rod Silver was there, Darren Britt, Bradley Clyde. You know what I mean? Like Andrew Ryan, Matt Utah. They they expect a level of not just like superb play or balls and like just tough grit bulldog style how to play. Expect effort. That's all we expect. You mean freaking WhatsApp groups I'm in that are from ex, all ex-Bulldogs players from, from the 80s, 90s, and 2000, 2010s, that are just absolutely gutted to, to see to, to see what is happening right now. Because all they want to see, Burner, and people, are, people that are watching this Bulldogs sport is effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Effort. Because you put that jersey on and you're expected to win. I don't care if you played 10 games. I don't care if you never made your debut. You're making your debut. You played 10 games, 50 games, 100 games, 200 games, 10 tests, origins, all that kind of stuff. Effort. A lot of old old players go into, they they look at that club and they have this sort of entitlement because of what they've put into that jersey. You know what I mean? The, the 90s guys, they were in two grand finals. 94, they won 95. And now, in and, and my era, the 2000s, we got we won that grand final, but we were a dominant side for like about six or seven years. So it's it's I was thinking about it today. So it's it's an entitlement of like oh, we because of what we put into that jersey, and then you're more disappointed. Oh, why isn't it? Where where is it lost? Why is this happening? You start asking questions. i get a lot, mate. I'm, I don't even, I don't really answer back because it's like shit gets real personal on this kind of stuff. And then if that, and if we're doing it as ex-players, what is happening if all, with all the members, with all the fans? Can you imagine the, the shit that they're saying? The kennel. The kennel. The kennel. Like you You understand that? And that's how it spreads out. And that's the, the sort of like disappointment and stuff like that. And that's what happened on the weekend. They're like, for fuck's sake, I get it. we are going through a rebuilding stage. We get it. But can we see like can we see some sort of effort? Can I be 66 0 against Manly? You know what I mean? Can I be 36 to 10 against like Penn, uh, against the Eels? Where the fuck was like we're playing the Parramatta Eels? Can we just like I know the hatred between that club. Like it's not driven right now. It's not driven. I was there at halftime. There was no person on, I fucking hate this club. I'm gonna say I'm gonna club instead of that other word. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? The genuine hatred between these clubs. Like I don't, I, I never, I never I, I I didn't even see it. I didn't hear it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like where was that? Like we uh it was 10-6 at halftime. Where the focus on was I? We just drive, we've got a foot on the throat, let's drive it through the fucking neck. You understand? You know, like that's the sort of talk that I'm used to. That's what I'm used to. Like We don't like this club. We're on Parramatta turf. Let's just give it to them.
1: You know what they need, You know what, what, I mean? you know what they need, Will? More 100%. big boys. 100%. Ooh,
2: nice. Nice. Willie's big boy. The big boys last week, they were outstanding, man outstanding i mean i thought i think i think um a couple of little um has got their feelings hurt remember i was just like talking Jono shouldn't judge Jono shouldn't judge origin place. i had a couple of dms i was like shut up that was it shut up just go away
1: i couldn't believe it <laughs> anyway
2: i actually couldn't believe it i was just like what are you what are you what are you going to
1: you know what? You didn't tell me that. No, right. So you need to tell me that after yeah. the show. You're going yeah. to tell me because that's, that's new, that's new yeah. news. New news to hear. I was hear.
2: embarrassed that they even told me. Yeah,
1: right. anyway. Well, now they're going to DM um, you about saying you should be embarrassed. So he gets the big boys' points this week?
2: Anyway, we'll start from number one. One point. Isaiah Pavali, even though I was in a beaten team with Parramatta. The amount of yards this kid's making, and I don't understand how the Warriors like, even decide to let him go. How
1: did they there let you him are. go?
2: Dude's a beast. He is an absolute beast. He hits holes. It's not like like if you were just an edge player and you stayed on your edge, you didn't go near the middle. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put you in my big boys in my big boys column. You know what I mean? He takes it one off the ruck. He's hitting, hitting, hitting behind the nine, hitting behind everything. It's awesome. His stats are unbelievable. So one point to him, and just like his line breaks and stuff, it's just unbelievable. His leg drive and everything. It's 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 fantastic. Anyway, two, Paul Vaughn. I'm not going to give a shit what's happening off the field. I'm measuring people on the field. He made 260 meters or something like that. It was like 50-something minutes. It was probably his best game in at least a year, I reckon. Um, He he did some fantastic things on the ball, off the ball, defended really good, but his runs were dynamic. He was. And he's a dynamic player, man. I wouldn't be surprised. If If I was the Bulldogs, I'd be trying to chase him. I would be, honestly. He does a lot of really good things. Because um, I don't think his career is over. He's 30 years old. He's had a lot of injuries in the last 18 months. Before that, if he didn't get injured, he's still a part of this New South Wales squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you talk yeah. about that a couple of years ago, 2018, 19, he's in that team. Injuries, bad timing, all that kind of stuff. He was in the Australian team, all that kind of stuff. So don't, get, don't sleep on Paul Vaughan. I know he's, he's stuffed up monumentally like at the moment, but I would not be sleeping on him. Payne Haas, three points. Oh my god. Did you see that
1: kid? That was phenomenal. That was actually one of the most dominant performances. Did
2: you watch that performance? That kid's from Beresfield. I understand that. Newcastle Jr. Newcastle Jr. I'm not yeah, Newcastle Jr. He went up there when he was younger. So I've known Payne since he was a young kid. But like I think you know, you can't have a decision when you when your family wants to move up there. Hmm. You know, so like he's a new boy, he's very from Beresfield. Um, I've known that kid for a lot of years he just doesn't know Do you know what I mean like he's like his, his family friends and stuff like that. And I'm just so proud of what the man he's become and everything he's, he's a great human over um, 200 metres like that chase down at the last bit that's that's what solidified him it's probably one of the best props in the world I go him I, I, James Fisher Harris and then Payne Haas and Junior Paula they're the three they're, they're my three best at the moment, in the whole world. In front Do you ranks. know what, then?
1: I would actually say that if that is how you feel, William, this whole thing's a rort because James Fisher-Harris is on 13 votes and Junior Paulo and Payne Haas are both on 12 votes. So you tell me, is this a rort? Is is it it's just... a rort. <laughs> No, it's not a rort. Uh, Paul Vaughan actually... Unless you're up. in it. Ooh. Unless you're in it. Well, thanks to Bondi Tonys and... Young Henry's, I'm enjoying a couple of quiet Young Henry's IPA pale ales as I go. Um, You're enjoying a fine Scotch whiskey. well done. Mm -hmm. But uh, thanks to Young Henry's, James Fisher-Harris is one vote ahead of Payne Haas and Junior Paulo. All of them are either Penrith, Parramatta or brisbane i am a strong mm. chance of eating bondi tony's burgers every week and i am that fat let me tell you lockdown has not been kind to of my guts uh but anyway anyone else out there get yourself a young henry's go to bondi tony's when you're allowed to they do a takeaway as well congratulations <laughs> to all of the uh, all of the big boys um and congratulations to you will because you are the original big boy and you're my you know uh... <laughs> All right, it's my favourite time of the show when I basically have to come on every week and explain how I haven't won again. Uh, I didn't win again last week. Harry, welcome. Thanks to BettingSite.com.au, we need something. I was very confident with you. And then how did the Tigers ruin your bet in that way? I just, I hate the West Tigers.
0: I've written down what cost me. So Adam Reynolds stepping dead... By scoring, no. he was going to score a certain try.
1: So, no if it way. wasn't that that, it?
0: for a try, or David Muffalo, no, 77th minute intercept, that was the other thing. So, one of those oh, two. Like, come about on.
1: What about, what about that try celebration, too? He's popped up on his surfboard. <laughs> I just went, You've ruined Harry's bet. He's anyway. cost
0: us 450. I know. Oh, really? I felt yeah. sick.
1: <laughs> I felt sick, too. And I didn't care. I could not have cared less about that game. I, I thought a 26-0 halftime,
0: I'd be like, yeah, sweet. Like, that's fine. Like, they'll, you know, just win the game or whatever. But, you know, they really took their foot off the gas. And, yeah, come back to bite me. I actually
1: texted Will and told him <laughs> that we had won that bet because of the 26-0 halftime score.
2: Yeah, you said we won.
1: Yeah, I did. And then I haven't had the heart to tell him we didn't up until now. (laughs) We didn't win. We got nothing again. So my bet this week, and I I must say, I'm open for criticism because I did this on the run today and I'm not comfortable with it at all. But what I have chosen is I've chosen the Raiders with 14 and a half start. I think Turbo and Cherry Evans without them, you know, and the Raiders are due... Something that can't be that bad all the time. The Roosters to cover the handicap and Did let you me back tell you, the, the Raiders roosters, you copied me. God, no, I didn't back the Raiders, I backed them with 14 and a half. William, it's different, and I took over eight that's and a half minor. tries
0: manly versus Raiders because neither of those sides can tackle. I think this that's burp? fair enough. I love the eight and a half tries yeah, factor in that. Uh, the Roosters are going to comfortably cover the 21. 21- and A half start against the Bulldogs on Saturday night. I think you should feel pretty good about that. Um, Yeah, just that first leg with the 14 and a half start for Canberra. I get where you're going. I get where you're going with it. But if Canberra have a bogey side, it's Manly. I think they've lost their last six in a row against them. So all have been reasonably close games. But the $9.04 Ladbrokes are giving you you're banking on the Raiders really aiming up on a short turnaround. I am.
1: And do you know why? Because at some point they have to be slightly less shit than what they have been. And also, Tom Trebojevic, if I'm in the dressing room, back in the days, many, many moons ago when I was playing football, there was always one or two blokes you'd look around in the dressing room and you'd go, William would have been one of those players. And you go, he plays, West Yeah. We're going to go all right. We're going to go all right because he's here. If Tom Trbovich isn't in that dressing room, I'm going. Canberra going to smash me. That's what I'm
0: saying. I think I, I think five or six weeks ago I would have said yes, but I think in the game against the Cowboys a few weeks ago when Turbo didn't play, um, they put Ruben Garrick to fullback, and I actually thought that was the answer because they tried the Dylan Walker experience earlier in the year, and it was just catastrophically bad. But He's I awful, actually, mate. I would yeah, have it, was, it just did not go well. But I think putting Garrick at fullback actually worked for them. And, you know, and they're going to do the same thing again. So it'll be interesting to see whether that was just a one-off or whether, you know, and for your sake, I hope it is a one-off. Um, but, Dylan yeah. Dylan
1: Walker's too busy bashing blokes in pizza shops. Uh, yeah. Now, William's gone back Tough, to... Williams <laughs> William's gone back... I would like to describe this as the good old days, William. Can you just run through yeah. your bet? We'll need right. about five and a half minutes. So
2: I had, I had like my first, like, you know, sort of thing it was like Jason Sub, anytime try scorer. Alex Johnson, anytime try scorer. Joseph Manu, anytime try scorer. Sione Kaitawa, anytime try
0: scorer. That was it, eh? No, you've got ten. It? It the wrong one? No, you've got those four, but then you've got se Pasika. Oh
2: no 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 no! Yeah, but then I then I decided to like. And <laughs> 10 yellow per second anytime try scorer and Matt Lodge anytime try scorer.
0: Oh, that's incredible. All <laughs> right. So we're gonna do this live because I know that Matt Lodge is dead set. He's in the Warriors. Yeah, he's at the Warriors on debut for the Warriors. But I can tell you in 77 first grade happen. 77 first grade appearances. Guess how many tries he's got?
1: At two. Four. Mm-hmm. So
0: great, will yeah. So two hundred and fifty-one dollars and eighty-five cents. Ned's are giving yeah. you for that. Look, I think the first four legs of that bet are right on. Jason Saab scores tries for fun. Alex Johnson. I just
2: I wasn't I just wasn't happy with it. I was just like, you know what, I need to get some big boys on there. I yeah. need
1: I need to make fourteen thousand dollars for every dollar I spend. Yeah, That's what you
0: yeah. Look, yeah. we love Willie's big boys and. I actually reckon Pasika is a big chance of crossing the line. Raiders have been soft as custard up the middle. And yeah. he, lo- mate, he can don't easily... Think I carry- just, don't
2: think I just, like, pick names out. I'm no. like, hey, oh I know what these guys are capable of. Yeah. They run really good lines near the... It's all about, like, momentum and advantage and stuff like that. I think these guys, if, if given the right pass, they'll fall over the line. Yes. Then go, I don't expect them to make 30-meter, like, tries. But I expect them to just say, if their nine's good, bang, hit them short, they're going to be right, running the right lines. And it's just luck.
0: And front-rows front are scoring plenty of tries this year. Yes, it's out of control. Not, everyone's,
2: everyone's middle is very fatigued at the moment. Yep. Very fatigued. So you've got to understand.
1: Money to be made. A
2: method behind the madness, mate. How much uh, money, Harry?
1: Can you explain to us how much money William will make for some lucky club who right. will be able
0: to basically – by another club. All right, like hold hold your breath, ladies and gentlemen. So fifty times two five one. All right, if this gets up, we are looking at around about twelve and a half thousand dollars with some change. Good work, Will. Yeah, doable. It's doable.
2: So, it's doable. Hey. so for the first time in my
0: life, I am saying, "Come on, Matt Lodge, you good thing." Yeah. 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 There you go. Uh, hey, the hey. producer. It could the work. producer. It could, yeah. Okay. It could.
1: The producer, he's gone, I don't mind this bet. Like Rabbitohs 13 plus, Rooster's 13 plus, Reuben Garrick, any time score star scorer, and Alex Johnson, any time. Try, someone's helped him with that.
0: I love that his horse That's bets were just, were just crap. So bad. So yeah. we've gone back to the well. Look, Rabbitohs 13 plus. You can go to the bank with that. Rooster's 13 plus. Go to the bank with that. Garrick and Johnson, look. Five dollars and seven cents at Ladbrokes. It's much better than Menk interest so yeah, I'm a big fan of that producer. Well Harry, you've actually been
1: closest uh, over the last couple of weeks. so I've got great faith in you
0: this oh. week, Harold. What do we got? So contrary to your Thursday night leg, I have gone the Sea Eagles at the 14 and a half line. I think even I think I, I'm just banking on that the Ruben Garrick at fullback wasn't a fluke. I think they'll still I think they'll still be able to score enough points against a team that was pretty dreadful defensively or has been for a while now. Um, and who are missing White and Papali, probably their two best defenders. Uh, the Rabbitohs, I reckon, the the Cowboys have gone back to the disadvantage of having to go same day travel all the way from Townsville. That's a huge disadvantage for them going to Newcastle um, where that game's actually been moved now. So the 15 and a half start, the Rabbitohs have just got too much strike still with um, with the seven and six in the side. Uh, the Roosters, they're just too strong for the Dogs. We know what's going on at the Dogs. Just don't have the cattle. The 20 and a half start. And the Sharks will bounce back against the Warriors. The Warriors just love throwing away games. So the Sharks at the six and a half start, Ladbrokes are giving me $14.44 for the full Do
1: You know what? what? That's a that's a big win. And I'll tell you what, we are not far off just chucking out 27 leg multis in an attempt to try and recoup some cash yeah. at the end one. of the year. That's what I'm doing. That's what,
2: I'm,
1: get... doing. That's get what one. I'm doing. And congratulations to Taniella Paseca and Matt Lodge for in their try scoring ability in
0: advance. Look, how ability? You, as, I do have to check with Willie. Is it. Cronulla's Sione Katoa or Canterbury Sione Katoa? Cranella. It's, it's <laughs> Cronulla. Because there's I, a big difference between otherwise, the two.
1: Otherwise, it would be $463,000. Yeah. It's definitely think, the Canterbury. I, I, I didn't think Canab- of
2: that. I did not think of it.
0: No, you did. It's, it's, yeah, it's Cronulla. the Cronulla guy. Oh, Cronulla thank Cronulla. goodness. All right, yeah. yeah, you're in play. First four legs, I really
1: like the first four I hope legs. so. Really He's like got a wonderful player. rat's tail, too. I don't know. I don't know. Rats' tails need to come. It's up. They great. are just they, it's one of the great Same
2: as your super, Superman thing that you got going there.
1: I do have the little thing there. Yeah. We shouldn't talk about hair. Harry gets jealous. Yeah, no, Harry, he, I
2: know. Harry, he would leave, leave the Zoom meeting.
1: Yeah. Well, Harold, thank you once again to bettingsight.com.au. Thanks again to you and your wonderful uh, knitwear that you bring with us every week. <laughs> Uh, we will speak with you next week. I'm confident. Do you know who I'm least confident about this week? Me. I don't like my bet. Ooh. I don't know why I did it. I don't like is it. You on the. W- you bet on the Wallabies? No, the Wallabies are about to run out, though, so we're going to have to wrap this up. And they're in, they in Wallaby are. gold again. That's important. They are. They That's are. important. I should have had a bet on the Wallabies. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. Too late. They're $1.30. Now. No, but I'd take them. Definitely, I would take them Yeah, with the start. I think they've got to cover something. Uh, all right, thank you, Harold, and we will speak with you next week, my son. Not a problem.
0: If you're going to bet right, do it at Betting Site. We'll see you guys later. Always.
1: All, all we do bet right at Betting Site, and you know what else do we do? Will we bet responsibly? We gamble responsibly.
2: And <laughs> we gamble responsibly.
1: All right, William, I would love to do a Willie's Headline for this week, but I'll be honest with you, uh, the Rugby Union is about to start. It's on in about five minutes, and that's about what your Rugby Union career ended up being, about five minutes. So that's a good time to move on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in that five minutes, to tell you that. It was a... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? You definitely got best off-ground for the entire career. On-ground, yeah, should have played it. So thank you to everyone for listening to us. Uh, we will be doing, do you know what? We'll just keep doing random Twitter games again, won't we? Yeah, because
2: we'll be, we're at home. We're doing the right
1: thing. We can't do anything. I just wear a mask and try and do the thing. I'm usually best. wearing a mask every weekend anyway, so it doesn't matter. The gift mask coming out. Yeah. Does that count? Just glad
2: yeah. to let the mask come. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can uh, I ask for an exemption?
1: Just with the little bit of Velcro on the front. That's it. Just like Pulp Fiction. So thank you to everyone for tuning in. Uh, We, I think, are going to go onto Facebook soon. So you can have a look at me accidentally burping after a few young Henrys. You can look at Will wearing his nude under the waist. You can rate, review, subscribe. We love to hear from you. Please get involved in the socials. five Um, stars. Five stars all the time. We look forward to it. All the time, five stars. Thank you again to Young Henry. Thanks to beddingsides.com.au. Thank you to Bondi Tony, And thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. They'll be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie is looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. What? Oh, you got skill, son! Uppercut <laughs> right hand by Big Williams. Too fancy for you!
2: You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake
0: Media Network.